Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Moretti, kicking it with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. we got a ton of stuff going on here this evening. Best time of the year to be a sports fan. Major League Baseball playoffs continue. The Red Sox can punch their ticket to the World Series tonight. Verlander is the perfect pitcher to have on the hill if you're Houston, but I got to tell you, man, it's a buck ninety or so, uh, give or take. Uh, we've got Thursday night football. We've got NHL hockey. We've got LeBron James's debut with the Los Angeles Lakers against Portland in Portland. Philadelphia 76ers and the Bulls. We got the Miami Heat and the Wizards, and we got the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, but do we have a football game tonight? Broncos and Cardinals. Actually, when you when you look at the sched, there's a hey, we'll be watching it. Obviously, we'll be betting on but it. Let me ask you: Are you, are you betting on? <laughs> are you betting on the game? <laughs> yeah, are I'll you bet betting on, on the game? game? Actually, all right. Yes, I am. There's a game tonight. Yeah, there's a game tonight. <laughs> there is a game tonight. I like using it, but you're game? right. That juice. No, is it a Horrible. good game? No. Like, are you looking forward to? Do you care who wins? No. Not really. You know, no, it's just cover. But really, in, in the grand scheme of things, I don't want to get too deep off the top of the show here, but on the grand scheme of things, do any of these games really matter? <laughs> like, it's yeah, a point This spread. one's just... But you, you know, compared compare to New England and Kansas City, which was entertaining and back and forth, this game doesn't really offer up a lot, but maybe they'll surprise us and there'll be uh, some action tonight. I don't know. It's a tough, very Come tough on, game, you, though, but uh, I want to take the Cardinals. You've been, but, uh, it's tough. You, you've been around long enough to know that even though the games that suck, they usually turn out to be okay. Even though this one yeah, feels like do. it really will suck. It, this one does it, feel like it will suck. It feels like, yeah, it's a bottom-of-the-barrel game. But, hey, no, you said it. We got championship baseball. We got LeBron. We got everything going on tonight. So, no, it's all good. It's all good. I took uh, a little piece. I think I'm going to tease uh, the Cardinals and the under in the ball game. I don't know where the offense is going to come from. But after what I did with the San Francisco game with the under, I get a little bit scared going back there, Marenzi. But some of, one, one of them is going to go under, and this might be the candidate. I don't think there's a lot of offense with these two teams there. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Normally, every every game on these primetime games, of uh, I've pretty much rushed to the window, literally and figuratively. Like I've you know, rushed to the port authority to take a bus to the Meadowlands to get uh, to get some plays in, and I actually did uh, this afternoon as well. But I was kind of hesitant with some of these quarterback props, as you stated. And I'm looking at the Daily Roto. Um, I'm looking at the Daily Roto Optimizer and betting machine and predictions for tonight's games, and they've got, you know, the prop uh, predictions for each player and pretty low projected numbers for everybody here tonight. Like you said, it's, you know, this isn't a fantasy Palooza football game. The over-under is 42.5 in this game. It should get there. 
normally I'd be, oh, man, like like last week, the Giants-Eagles, I, I went big on the over. It was 43 and a half. Yep. I was like, it's just too low. There's just too much talent. It's just too low in today's NFL. This one's 42 and a half, yet, man, it wouldn't surprise me if it went under this game. Like like you said, yeah, like, no, I, don't, I don't, where's the offense going to come from? But, Marenzi, you know, and you know, when we were talking about the trends, the Giants and the Eagles before that game, it was 5-0 and to the over. So that, so you went, hey, like, and you know what I mean? We both had a feeling. We're like, there's going to be points in this game. This game, no, no real trends. Denver, Arizona, no real rivalry. I just see it as like hey, this game's going to be a dog's breakfast. I think with the teaser, I think it's definitely you're going to you're going to be safer because you know it can creep over forty two and a half. But I think I'm going to tease the dog at Arizona to eight and go under forty nine and a half. So I, I feel I feel better with the with the under on the teaser than the over tonight. And as for the side, who the hell knows? Slight lean to the Cardinals, but. Uh, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you're not rushing to the window going. I love Denver tonight. <laughs> or are you? I didn't. I, did, I didn't. I didn't uh, mess with the total in this game. No, I didn't. I didn't side? mess with the total. And yeah, I like Arizona. And um, you know, I'm like Pete Rose though. So like Pete Rose used to bet. Obviously, we know Pete Rose bet, but Pete Rose used to bet on the Cincinnati Reds pretty much every game. Like, he never really – he never did yeah. bet against the Reds. Like, he never threw a game or anything. Um, so, he never bet against the Reds. But he pretty much bet on the Reds. But he didn't bet on the Reds every day. And the bookies caught on that when he's not betting on the Reds, he really doesn't think they're going to win. <laughs> like, That's so that was really the deal good points. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like, when, when Pete Rose – They could lay it off. Pete Rose was so hardcore, and it's pretty crazy. He never bet on Bill Gullickson. Bill Gullickson was was a Reds pitcher, and when you saw the betting slips after, it was funny. He didn't bet when Bill Kill Gullickson pitched. <laughs> no faith. <laughs> basically, yeah, Sorry, basically Bill. they thought like, yeah, they were like, wow, like wrong. Pete, and they were basically like, word was out. They were like, man, if Pete didn't bet on the Reds, like he really doesn't think they're gonna win. So I always, it's the same me with me with totals. If I'm not betting on the total, I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Because otherwise, no, I'd be betting on the over. Otherwise, I'd be on the over. I'd be like, oh, you got to take the over, 42 and a half here. But if I'm, if I'm saying, no, nah, I don't know, then it means Brentsy likes the under, but he doesn't want to bet it. <laughs> yeah, I know you're Tommy Total. I know you like to play the totals in the games rather than Sam, Sammy Sides. But uh, tonight, just, uh, yeah, like, you look at that total. Like, you can make a case, like, if a guy likes overs, you're like, 42 and a half in an NFL game, there's got to be a pass interference call. There's going to be something. We're going to put the ball on the one two one, yard line. Know. Things are going to happen. But this one, tick, 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 tick. That's why I think, Gabe, tonight, I know I always do it, do these on the, the big games, the Monday, the Thursday nighters, you know, Cam's uh, teaser. Tonight, I actually really love the teaser because, I, to you, I think Arizona's probably the play. And then if you can get them at plus one and add the seven to eight and 49 and a half, I feel feel better about that than anything in the game like I actually this is the one time I actually like the teaser more than the side total or anything like I actually might go more on the teaser than everything else I do which I never do well you're you are Tommy teaser this year it's funny because I, I used yeah, to play a lot been of teasers, good too I really don't yeah teasers teasers you love the prime time teasers yeah, primetime yeah. teasers are a hell of a lot different I'm on the weekend a, I don't screw around with teasers I don't screw around with it I'm on, not on a fan card I'm not a fan but I've played a few, and I've mixed them up. What I've come to the conclusion is I don't think that the two-team teaser in the same game is a good play. 
and I know you can get away with it, and it's a prime time thing yep. to do, and I've done it a million times, but I find that the, the, the two-team teaser in the same game is difficult, and it's a two-team parlay at minus money, essentially. That's, yep. you know, from a betting standpoint, I just fundamentally, it's sort of like the new, the disciplined me, the old me finally is like, it's just not a smart play. You know, it's just, it's not a smart play unless you really feel it where it's like, all right, you know, we can get the over here at 35 and a half or, you know, I, I get it. It just seems to me that the teaser doesn't protect you as much as you lose with it. Where uh, yeah, so no, many I'll, times I'll agree with that. How many times? How many times you taking a teaser in the same game? And it's like, yeah, I won the teaser, but I could have just won if I played the parlay at exactly. plus two sixty. Instead, I laid yeah. one thirty. Like how many times do you say, "Oh, I only won because of that teaser." Now this year, Cam, the primetime games, quite a few of them actually, the, the all four sides won. But that's kind yeah. of an anomaly on Monday Night Football where it happened a few weeks in a row. I'm just saying generally. Teasers aren't a good play, and unless you're mixing it up in a game, like last week, it worked out for yeah. me, dude. I took the Colts plus on a teaser; they're plus two and a half. I took the Colts to win, but I also a little protection because I know luck doesn't get blown out. So I'm like, all right, I'll take the Colts to win, but I'll take a little protection here with the Colts plus nine, and I got the Steelers plus eight. And Steelers ended up winning a game out right, but I did win because of the teaser, like a push and a split, etc. But I. That was a smart teaser play. Now, even a three-team teaser can. It's funny because the FanDuel Sportsbook, they don't let you tease the same game. So you can't tease the game tonight and say, With the I want to take yeah, you you know, find another Arizona in a total. You can tell them, I want to take Arizona and the over, but you got to put a third game in on it. It's kind of weird. It's almost like pro-line where you got to play three games. Now, you can yeah. tease two games, but not the same game. So I didn't like it at first. I was like, man, this is Bush League three three game teaser and stuff. But at least it's plus money. It's plus one forty. Exactly. So that's when I my, did actually, it and I won, I was like, that's not bad actually. It's actually worth it. I got the points and I got a plus one forty. So I almost prefer the three game teaser than the two, because the two game teaser is a parlay at minus money. And it's hard yeah. to predict well, the same outcome in the same game twice, Cam. It just is. It is, and Al and Jimmy, you know, uh, the, the guys that we know that used to be books uh, that we know really well, the good guys, he used to tell me, actually, because I was a small fry, not like lawyers betting, you know, like 10K per game. So he used to tell me, Cam, if you're going to do the teasers, exactly what you said, go do three bangers. He goes, they're to the plus money. In the, in the end, you'll do a hell of a lot better that way than the two and laying juice. And he also said, if you're going to tease a game, parlay a game. Exactly what you said. He go, if you're going to tease it, parlay it. Or you know what I mean? For Work out your units, separate them how you want it. But, but there's no point and teasing without the parlay if you feel it and that's exactly what you said and that, that was a bookmaker he used to tell me time and time again the guys that would get shredded were, were the guys who played huge 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 games with like teasers you know what i mean guys like five thousand ten thousand dollars on teasers he used to get smacked because there's that one game well, there's that one game right so you you know Marenzi. i actually i believe that too the three game teaser smart it's a very very bad any anything to plus money is good uh, speaking of smart if there's one thing that I am smart with, it's um, it's sort of books, casinos, streets, uh, the, the hustle. I'm very good at spotting things, and so you know I go to the I go to the book all the time, right? And what appears what what, what appears to be isn't all what is, and I'm telling you, cameras like dudes there, they're dressed down, and they, they you know they almost look homeless and stuff. 
And yeah. they're going to the window, and they're like yeah, two thousand dollars on it. And they're sort of exactly. <laughs> you can't judge you're a book by its cover, so, buddy. You can't. So today, today there's there's a guy. He's there. There's it's the same people there every day essentially. And it's, there's new people coming in and out. It's New York, so there's always new faces. But it's just, there's there's a crew of the same people that are there all the time. And so today I go. I take the bus there. Now there's not a lot of ways to get there. So even the sort of higher roller guys have to take. You know what I mean? You could drive, but you could get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's common. Like, everybody takes the bus to get there, essentially. You know, you can't really avoid it. You'll see guys in suits, like, waiting for the bus outside the Meadowlands and stuff. And basically, so it's funny because what I do, same thing. I'll take the bus there, but I don't want to deal with for buses on the way out, so I'll pay for the ride on the way out. So that's why I was t- talking to a guy today. He was telling me that. He goes, yeah, I take the bus in, but I take an Uber out and yeah. later in the day. So, so this guy's there all the time, and I see him. He's always there, but he's never really looking too mad. You know what I mean? He, he's never, like, too angry about the game, but he's there all the time. And I always see him betting and stuff. And I just I told somebody the other day, I said, yeah, this guy's, I'm, I'm telling you, this guy's doing bets for other people, you know? And lo and behold, today, I'm on it. It's just funny. He started telling me about how, you know, he's on the phone. He's getting yelled at and stuff because he couldn't get some soccer bet in. And... <laughs> <laughs> He goes, he's, he's he goes, I got my wife calling me. He goes, I got my guy calling me. Yeah, the guy just opens up and starts telling me. Not bad. 300 bucks a day. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'll tell you one. That's good. That, Sean, all right. uh, be a runner. I think we, we heard you. That, hello, Fantasy Sports Network. Sean speaking. <laughs> the uh, Sean, I think you've got, I think you've, hey, Prince. Prince, I think you got some sort of Prince. mic on here if you can. Uh, just uh, hello, yeah, yeah, hello. yeah. Line, line the calls up off the air if you can, Sean. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, hold on. Uh, he's still talking. Yo, Sean. Yo, Angle. Yo, Sean. Hey, Sean. Sorry, you're killing me. Can you hear him? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yo, Angle. Angle. Sean. Yo, Angle. Angle. Sean. Hey, hey Sean. Sean. Yeah, listen, uh, do, you're doing a great job there, buddy, but uh, we can hear you talking when, you, when you're talking to people. You turn your mic off. Whoops. Sorry. To f- forgot to turn that down. My bad. <laughs> okay. A little behind-the-scenes action here on Game Love you, Prince. That's okay. You're coming off the bench here, Angle. I got it. I got it. Yeah, Angle's a guy. All right. Uh, that, that was... So he makes 300 bucks? Yeah, that was awesome. He like, makes 300 bucks? Sean. Sorry, Sean. 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 Angle. Prince. The best is your Prince. Yo, Prince. <laughs> yo, Prince. We can hear you. Hello. Thanks for calling the Fantasy Sports Network. It's Sean. He's such Sean's a nice so guy. You hear him. You're, 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 what did you want to talk to him about? What did you want to talk to him about? Bavada, you should hear Bavada in the morning when people call. What's your name? Where are you calling from? What do you want to talk about? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Like he, Bavada answers like a guy should, you know, like for a New York station. Yeah, What's yeah. your name? Where are you calling yeah. from? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Buddy was telling me, yeah, for the longer days, three hunt. So, yeah, he was complaining because he was going in at one in the afternoon. And uh, he said, oh, I'm going to have to be here now until the end of uh, he goes, the end of the Laker game. And he asked me, he goes, you, you're in the sports thing. He goes, when's that Laker game going to end anyways? I tell him, I don't know, probably yeah. about 1 a.m. 
He's like, oh, that's just great. He's like, oh, that's great. And he goes, I'm going to have to be there. The guy starts telling me, he goes, my bosses are in a bad mood. They're getting killed all week. And he goes, they yell a lot. <laughs> so, you know, I told great him. points. Been a lot of, cho- a lot of chalk this week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Buddy got burnt. Oh, that's good. They lost a $15,000 parlay last night on the Astros. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How that interference. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Decisions, Raheem Rage Radio, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Sean Engel in for Yang today, and uh, there's already been. Uh, it's already an adventure. <laughs> Where's Yang? What do you want to talk to the guys about? Uh, Yang's got some personal <laughs> business to attend to uh, today. He'll be back uh, tomorrow yep. with his grilled cheese and turkey bacon sandwich. Turkey bacon, back to live action, fellas. I grilled cheese today, and you know, I just I went back to the well one too many times. You yeah, know, you had the same game. thing every day, and it worked. It worked for me, even but not yeah. today. See, they put pickles. They put pickles, cut pickles, on the plate. You don't like pickles? And I got uh. no, I don't like pickles. So I got to tell them I don't want the pickles on the plate. So they put so many pickles today. They put the sandwich on top of the pickle. And I didn't eat the sandwich right away. I was filling out some tickets, and so I got the grilled yep. cheese and the sandwich and the drink, and I put it on the table, and I ate it like five minutes later only. But the bread got uh, all soggy because of the pickles. You know what I mean? Like there was a yeah, pickle juice yeah, the pick- like yeah, soiled my juice. cheese. Yeah, the- and like, pickles are moist. Yeah, I don't know, thing. man. Yeah, I don't know, it just didn't I lo- taste I the love- same. There was something I- off. Yeah. I love pickles, though. It's a love-hate you relationship. Love everything. If you don't like pickles, yeah, I do. But uh, pickles are it's very, very high on the list. food things you don't, you don't like. Uh, besides sweets, eh, Cam's meats. not a big sweet guy. Actually, yeah, Cam doesn't no, like no, crushed chocolate and cake like people think. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm more know what I am, though, for sweets. Like you're not a big chocolate guy. Pie. No. Oh, I, it depends on the bar. Like, no, I don't, like, I'll never say no, like, but I don't really, like, seek <laughs> it out. You're right, <laughs> Francie. Like, like, for me, like, fried chicken, like, I seek it out. Uh, you know, like, back bacon, I seek it out. Like, a back bacon burger, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I seek out. But, hey, no, I'm for Halloween candy. Whale capper, I'll, I'll grab some. Is Whale Capper <laughs> here? <laughs> Do we have Whale Capper? Yeah. Whale Capper. Hello, Whale Capper. What's up, Whale Capper? There you hey, are. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of pickles, uh, the Houston Astros—they're in a pickle. Uh, you think they, they got are. a shot to come back in the series? You know, it seems like it's a perfect—it's perfect. David Price has struggled in, in his postseason past before. Verlander is as money uh, as his girlfriend is in the past couple of years in these big games. 
I mean, Verlander, he's the perfect guy for the Houston Astros. But once again, uh, Yale Kepper, uh, Whale Kepper, I have to bring up your Duke guy. And you know, uh, Duke, Duke guys, there's value with the Boston Red Sox today. I'm looking at this, and I almost thought, yeah, yeah, Houston, it's one of those automatic Houston wins. And then I started to think longer about it and think, man, how can you leave this type of value with the Boston Red Sox on the table, Cam? It's very dangerous to automatically take in Verlander here tonight. And, guys, you talked about it yesterday, Gabe. I'm like, you know, you go, listen, I know Houston should win with with Charlie Morton going, but you know what? You say just the Red Sox bats. When you get that plus money, and tonight, like, plus 165, 170, that's nuts. Too, too like, much to like Boston, to. no matter how good Verlander is, it doesn't matter. But the Boston bets are, are that dangerous, so it makes it a value play. I'm with you, Marenzi. Like, I think Houston's going to win. You know what it reminds me but of, when I look Cam, at, it's a t- yes. and Whale Capper. It's like that Yankee game, guys. The Yankees came back to New York here to play, uh, to play uh, the Red Sox. A must-win yep. game. Severino was on the hill. They were made minus 180, minus 190 favorites. They yeah. lost. They lost. Yes. At some time, yes, at did. some point, even, it's like boys to men said, this is it. This is the end of the road. <laughs> the road. <And> can't <laughs> let go. go. It's a natural. It's a natural, baby. It's, I, think, <laughs> I think this could be the end. They don't thought to be singing boys wish, to men. No, whale cap, right? I wish I could bet on Gabe singing whales to, boys to men at plus six, 65 or something like that. Yeah. I would have never said Like, I yeah. thought Iron Maiden it's or Judas the, Priest, but no, boys to men. I know it all. Amazing. It's the Love end it. of the road for the Houston Astros, whale capper. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they're getting. What do you here. think? That's what do you think, Capper? Sure. What do you think, getting, buddy? I think uh, Hinch is getting, you know, getting his uh, his butt handed to him in the managing department. That's Cora really pulling strings in all the right right ways. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. turning into David Ortiz Jr. was a surprise. Uh, this has been. Uh, they've gotten a lot of breaks, and it does feel like the you know the momentum is there, and Price gets off the Schneid. Funny, uh, you know, finally doesn't lose the game. Uh, this could be uh, that could be all he needs to come out and have a, a pretty a little more confident performance. I can see it. God, I'm seeing plus 170 yeah. right now. There's no way I'm not crossing Red Sox at plus 170. Things don't go according to plan either. It's like, oh, they got to win home. Do they? Do yeah. they? Like, you well, know, that's the thing about these. Not every series you know, goes seven games. That's kind of the thing. Like that's yeah. kind of my point. Like this, the Red Sox can win this game, and that price is just insane. Like I would have made them plus one thirty-five, one forty. Who won more games, games this year? That, that's that's nuts. Like who won more games this year between the two? The Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox did. are the best team in baseball. You're getting the best team in baseball plus one seventy. And listen, I live in the now. I'm not one of these guys. You know, I'm I'm not very smart, so I don't think far ahead ever. So I don't like betting a game. And saying, well, if they lose here, I'll get them back next time. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying right now. I'm not going to go crazy on this bet, but I'll take the Boston Red Sox. And whatever, man, the Red Sox will win when they get back home. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they don't win now, it's inevitable. The Red Sox are going to the World Series, guys. So I'll take the yeah. Sox here tonight. And uh, we got another crack at it if we don't get it done. Listen, David Price has struggled in the past, but he's pitched, he's pitched well last year in the postseason. I think people hang on to this stuff and these sort of the the asterisks next to players' names. Oh, I remember yesterday, you know, right away in the first day, oh, Clayton Kershaw can't pitch in the playoffs. He's choking again. He's choking again. He gave up one run. 
Are people listening to our show? We defended them. We're saying, come on with the bats. And then it finally happened, Marenzi. They And what did they do? They listened. They didn't swing for the fences. They started manufacturing some damn runs with some singles. And then you saw. Then they beat down Milwaukee. Now I almost want to come back to the Dodgers on Friday. But uh, continue. Uh, you're That's absolutely crazy right. thing ever. What do you think of this, yeah. Whale Capper? And you're, 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 you know, you're... Like I said, I consider you a deep thinker. What do you what do you think of this? That Wade Miley pitched five pitches and they took him out, and then he's starting yeah. again. <laughs> he's starting again in the next game. Is he overthinking? Thought, is Council yeah. over managing? Was in the moment I thought it was. Uh, I was like, this is crazy. But then the more I thought about it, I thought, okay, he always intended to do this, and he he, was, he did. He was trying. He, he was trying to throw. The Dodgers off whatever they're prepared, you know. However they prepared to attack Miley, he was yeah. he, he was trying he was trying to throw them a curveball. So it's team. actually it's actually uh, pretty smart but and, and evil of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I will, but I will, guys, I'm going to give you my theory. It's like at the blackjack table, Council's like the guy that got out of his system and started going. Oh, you know, he used to always hit 16s against faces, then he didn't, and now he's uh, got to make a move, got to make a move, got to make a move, got to make a move. Yeah. Like, yeah. It seems to yeah. me he is absolutely on tilt. And things are happening, yeah, like the yeah. way he's managing that bullpen. Like uh, that's my that's take. A good read. Yeah, that's a good yeah. read. He's de- he, that was it was a desperate move. It really and, and you know I, you don't play games like that if you you know if you're confident in your team if you're confident in your squad to get exactly. away. I don't well, think you, screw, you don't screw around like that. I don't know. It, it was, just, it yeah, was it bad. Seems- and I think Hinch, Hinch is doing the same thing. I, I'm just looking at his lineup right now that he signed in for the game tonight. And uh, where's Reddick? The guy's hitting the hell out of the ball. Why in the world you got exactly Rizek out there? You got you moved Bregman up to the one spot when Springer is you know, your absolute hottest hitter. Get that guy as many at bats as possible. I don't know why you want Bregman then Springer. It doesn't make sense. And, you know, we saw it a bunch of times in the game last night. Like you don't have your best hitters up in moments that matter most during the game because you yeah. managed you know, you figured out the wrong way to kind of deploy your absolutely ridiculous batting. Like the Astros should be just hitting you know, they should just be creaming uh, creaming the uh, the socks here, and you know they have a guy like Kemp up when it really counts. They have a guy like uh, I can't remember the guy that struck out in the seventh, but that felt like kind of the end of the series in my mind. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a weird series, and sure enough, the the Red Sox uh, and give you know hat tip to their manager and how he's been able to team you know uh, you know keep this team focused and win as many games as he has this season. It's really quite impressive, I gotta say. People, yeah, it's kind of weird. People out, of all, out of all the managers, Gabe, he's been best. Alex Cora's been the it best is. out of any manager in all, the, all the, out of the four. He's hands down been the best. He's not been rattled. He's been very calm, and he makes all the right well, moves that's one right thing, now. Kudos to him. If you've noticed, he's almost made the least moves, too. He is very that's calm. right. Yeah. You notice so, don't he's let pitchers in. Yeah, like he's almost said, like, no, yeah. Porcello's my starter. Like, it's almost surprising. I remember, like, when the last Porcello start. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's still in the baseball game. It's the fifth inning. We're so used to not yep. even a starter making it to the correct that basically core is like, well, it's going well, so why would I start to overthink, right? Let's just – and, you know, you play the game the same way every day for 162 days, and Will Capper just brought it up, and the players notice this stuff. Where it's like we played – you know, we won 100 games. We're defending World Series champions. You know, we played the same way for the last two years. And now you're switching the lineup, and now you're you're changing this, you're changing that. It just leads to panic, and I think too, 
if you're relying on gimmicks when you're two wins away from the World Series, then you probably don't belong yeah. in the World Series. It's like Texas Tech trying to, you know, run and shoot their way into something. Like, eventually, the gimmick's going to catch up, right? Like, yeah, you're going to overthink. And that's another thing, too. And me and Cam brought this up with, with Council, and he's been doing this a while. And he even said, I prefer to manage the game in an inning-by-inning situation instead of getting boxed in. And remember what I told you, Cam? I said, yeah, it's working now, but we talked about it. It's like gambling. And you just talked about a Blake Blackjack. You're putting yourself in a position where you need to make more decisions. And eventually, yes. you're going to make a bad decision. And then you're going to make a bad decision based off your bad decision. decision. Correct. And then the it, tilt it's, begins. It's, yeah. And then the tilt begins. Yep. And you start, it's like gamblers. Oh, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to take a 14 parlay yeah. with my last 300 bucks. Yeah. Right, yeah. El Capri? You, well, you get taken out of your element. You get desperate. Absolutely. It takes years and years and years to get over that kind of emotional stuff as a gambler. And some people never get over it. It's it's crazy. Going on tilt is the one thing that, like, people, you know, people ask for advice and stuff. You know, I've been doing this a long time. You know, what's some advice? Like, managing your emotions and preventing tilt is, like, at the top of the list. It really is. Because it's so easy. The tilt is the worst. It takes years to figure out. That feeling, guys, and I've done it where I've had, like, $5,000 credit. I already owe the guy like 5K, like total, like horrible run. Yeah. Life sucks. I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing with my life? You know, losing thousands of dollars every week. And then I'm looking, I'm like, well, I still have $2,300 left credit. I could get this back. Yeah. Yet when you're on tilt, you know, deep down inside, it's like, I'm going to lose. It's not coming back. And, exactly. and then you just watch it. It's like, yeah. it's like you skiing down a hill and you can't, you can't stop. Yeah. You know it. Yes. It's like you hear the little yeah. voice in your head. Don't take the chargers right now, but you do it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those, nah, I'm going to take this parlay. I'm going to, you know, I don't like favorites, but I'll lay the 220 with the national predators here. <laughs> right? Like you just, yes. you do yes. stupid things. <laughs> yeah. You look back on stuff like that and you're like, was I really trying to win? <laughs> or was this? Was this self-destructive? What was that? Anyway, last uh, little, little tick, tip uh, nugget. Weird, weird little trend going on with the Red Sox. They hire Francona. First, he wins the World Series. They, uh, they, uh, they bring in John Farrell. First year, he wins the World Series. They bring in Alex Cora. First year, they might win the World Series. How weird is wow. that? Wow. Three in a row like that? I guess you throw out Bobby V was in the mix there, too, but that guy was such a disaster. You maybe don't count that. But, but, <laughs> but strange. Strange. You break the curse of the Bambino, and now every year you get a new manager and he wins the World Series. They're going to wow. fire him. Cora's going to get fired after. <laughs> just so they get yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the World Series, Cora. Nice knowing you. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, and I am a Dodger fan, and I do think the Dodgers find a way to finish this off, but I, you know, the Dodgers leave too many runners in scoring position all the time. They do. It's yeah. more the Red Sox are doing this easier. Yeah. The, Red so- yeah. the Red Sox are doing it easier. The Dodgers are getting there, but it's hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a marathon for them. When they're, it's like a game. They're, they're beating down, you but know they're doing it. Yeah, they are. And you know what changes series by series, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's been easy for the Red You're Sox. Right. The minute they get any kind of doubt going, like, say Clayton Kershaw shuts them down, it's like, meh. You can, right. can flip the switch. Like, look at the way the Dodgers were in the last game. At the end of that game, after they got got over the, 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 the grief that they've had with runners in scoring positions and they open up the floodgates, they kind of look like a different team. Where see, things change quickly. It's a classic baseball, World you, you know Series that. if it happens. It, can you exactly. imagine, Capper, like, exactly. the classic, just wait. the... The uniforms, the stadiums, the teams, 
And the history. I, I'm Dave pretty Roberts much. On, yeah, on my, I, yeah. Dave Roberts oh, managing the uh, Dave Roberts. managing the Dodgers. Like uh, he, he stole the base. The hat tip. Yeah, he was. He was the. Key, uh, the key moment in their uh, comeback in 2004 is that's why I don't understand. I was so mad. Be, big, yeah, I was so mad the other night. That they didn't play <laughs> small ball because Dave Roberts should understand <laughs> that more than anybody. <laughs> exactly. They switch for the fences all the time. I was like, I don't know why they don't bunt guys over and stuff. But listen, we're not there yet. And Milwaukee going back home, they're capable of getting hot again and winning a couple of games. But yeah, you know, the, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee different than the Houston one. Boston's just sort of better. And Boston are so great defensively, which they're usually not. And Boston run the base pass. They're a young, aggressive team. They're not just like a big poppy. Hey, let's hit a home run. And it's the so it's just different type of baseball. Yet you know you look at uh, you look at the Milwaukee Brewers, and the Brewers to me we talked about Council, and you look they're very emotional. The Brewers, you know, like on the dugout, they're mm-hmm. they're like a fun team. You know, they got their, you know, DX stuff and wrestling and their little me sign. You know what I mean? They've got all this stuff. They, they, sure. they have fun. But when you ride emotion, it's like love and a relationship. When it goes bad, emotion can turn. And that's what yeah. I sort of see. It seems like they're just sort of well, frustrated. And well said. How are we not winning? Yeah, how are we yeah. not winning? Like, what's wrong? We're doing all the right things, but we're behind. And it's crazy because Machado is dirty. But I think it was almost a turning point. It was like, you know, you can call the Dodgers soft for all the, after all these years. It's like the Dodgers is like an FU moment. Like, Machado sort of took them. It was like a hockey fight camp. Where Machado <laughs> yes, doing that, like, surprised the Brewers. Like, what the hell? Wake up. Next Wake thing up. you know, Yelich yeah. is yelling all day in the dugout instead of concentrating. They want to fight. It's like the Dodgers like, game. really just rattled the Brewers, uh, Whale Capper. So far, yeah, but now they're it, going it back is, home again. Is. It is. The Brewers are a young, inexperienced fighter, and they caught him on the chin, and yeah. they didn't know how to how to how to absorb that blow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, good stuff, man. What, can't, what, wait, what, can't wait for baseball. What a sleazy <laughs> move by Machado. What a sleazy move! It was sleazy, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. Hey, you <laughs> said it gave hockey. Yeah. There's a lot of sleazy moves that work, right? Remember? I only saw that after cut your ankles off. Like sleazy moves. They work. Everybody they work. everybody said, why would he do that? And now when you look back on it, it's like, wow, it's it's, you, I can see it. It was like an F you yeah. moment. Like, I'm sick of this. Like, yeah. Machado was frustrated because he wasn't playing well enough. So it's like, you know what? I'm just pissed off. So I'm going to just kick this guy. And yep. look, Machado ended up scoring a winning run. The baseball gods so, didn't yes. punish him. They rewarded him. They rewarded him for that. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. That's how good baseball's been. We didn't even need to hit football yet. Football with Rail Cap on the other side. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Now, uh, yeah. do that conga. 
Miami Sound Machine. With the what's the uh, what's, what's yeah? What's the deal with Miami no, Sound Machine? Body, baby, do that dolphins. Yeah, yeah. The dolphins are playing. Put, put your bets. Put your bets down. Game hits the squad line. <laughs> What does everybody do to con Cam, you can sing this one. Is it yeah. everybody do to yeah. what? It everybody goes, do to Yeah, it goes, Doma Chica Body Baby, do that conga. Meaning, like, uh, I don't know what Doma Chica Body Baby, do that conga <laughs> means, but it means Doma Chica Body Baby, do that conga. Hit the bus, hitting down. Doma Chica Body Hey. Yeah, Doma Chica Body Baby, do that conga. It's glorious. Gloria Estefan. Estefan and Miami, <laughs> and Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> Every time I hear her name, I always just think, she owns part of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I always think that. Yes, she does, Marantz. She's a part of, yes, she does. Yeah, she's a she minority is. owner in the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. It's amazing she how, like, a, good all these artists, yeah, all those artists from Florida, like, they don't mess around. There's not a lot of them. But no, they're, they're loaded. Rich. Great. It's like her and And they Pitbull. love sports teams. Yeah, like, Pitbull's loaded. That Pit guy has got, like, Pitbull. so much money. <laughs> Pitbull likes he, to he bet. He rolls in it, baby. You guys, did you, did yeah, you, did you guys know that? a lot Pitbull. of things. I didn't Pitbull know that. Pitbull bets on sports. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. I'm not just, like, it's not a joke. And, yeah. in fact, Pitbull once bet $2 million on an MMA match, and he, like, moved a number and stuff. Like, people were like, what the wow. hell is going on here with this fight? And, and it was Pitbull. Pitbull knows, like, all, he knows, yeah, he knows the fight scene in and out, this guy. He knows the fighters. Like, he sponsors some of them behind the scenes. He's got money, right? Yeah, reach, reach so out. He hears a yeah, good story. Yeah, if he knows a story He's, about a guy yeah. from Florida, you know, a guy from the hood or something and needs some help, Pitbull yeah. might be there and, like, all yeah. right. He's kind of Pitbull also knows like inside you. stuff about the training camp, right? <laughs> know what it is, Marenzi? He's a workaholic, too. Like, I saw a documentary on him. Apparently, he's like you, like, up, like, a couple hours sleep that goes here, goes here, goes oh, here. Oh, he's a hustler, yeah. people, yeah. investment. No, could, like, Pitbull works his ass off. So, you know, more, more kudos to him. He's, yeah. he's worked hard. No, he's a good guy, actually. He, he helps a lot of people. He's a good yeah. guy. But, you know, it was a couple of years ago, and I was told, don't, 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 don't talk about it. He doesn't want, you know what yeah. I mean? Don't talk about that he bets and stuff. Yeah. But it's sort of out there now. Yeah, if you look it up, Pitbull MMA bets and stuff. Because now there's a joke. Anytime there's like a million-dollar bet on a fight or something, Will Capper, people are like, oh, is it Pitbull? <laughs> right? <laughs> he's, he's, he's got money. He's got money. So tonight, and even my boy Cam, who is, would bet on two cockroaches, who can cross the kitchen counter faster. <laughs> uh, great bet. Cam, Cam. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> you so would too, Marantz. Who are you kidding? Uh, you yeah. bet some crazier uh, stuff than me. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't I'm be on cockroach, but neither. Yeah. 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 I'm going to need to see some recent John... time on these cockroaches before I make my pick. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah right. exactly. <laughs> I need to know, yeah, exactly. We need, kind of we need the cockroach form. Like, yeah. The, the, the yeah, form. The daily rating form. <laughs> I can just picture it. Gee, tell me. Man, the, those, those Southern California cockroaches are resilient, cockroaches. man. But the ones from the East Coast got the, the stinger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we know how tough how, how tough they are. But you know what's funny? So you remember John Gotti, the, uh, the crime boss, uh, you know, the, the mob boss? John Gotti was a big-time gambler. And he could never win. Right? He never won, but it was all right because he, he owned all the books, so it didn't matter. But he actually exactly. used to pay the book. And it's funny, so he used to lose every week. And I read his book, and it's funny, like the FBI guys that were listening on the wiretap, they were like, man, this guy's a bad gambler. So they, they were listening to him. And, 
Gotti, Gotti's a mush. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. So Gotti, Gotti showed up, and it's all in a wiretap. So like Gotti showed up somewhere, and paid like thirty thousand dollars, and he said, "Yeah, bad weekend, bad weekend with the games. Here's thirty k." And the guys thought it was like a test, like they were scared to take the money. Because they were like, is he messing with us? Like, what if yeah. we take the money? Yeah. He's going to say, well, you're taking my money, and you well, you, know, you don't yeah. know. So they were like, no, no, Mr. Gotti, it's good, it's good. No, no, well, we're going we're gonna to even out the books, you know what I mean? And Gotti got all pissed off. He said, take the money. He goes, otherwise the books won't be square. So he took the money. But I never forget, yeah. the FBI guy said, Gotti once lost every NFL game on a Sunday. Like the oh. FBI guy said, you know, like how hard it is to do. And I guess he started like crying and freaking out. He was in a room alone. And it's funny, even the great John Gotti was like yelling, why does this happen to me? And he was like bitching about a football game. <laughs> about how oh like, geez, I can't effing, I can't effing win. And I'll never forget the line. They said, because uh, Gotti couldn't go out much, right? Because, you know, he was John. He couldn't, he couldn't leave the place much. So basically he would gamble all day. That's like that was the gist of it. I read a lot. I've read, I've read a lot about him. So, the gist of it was he would basically sit around and bet the ponies all day, and he bet on sports all day. That's and he good would never call. I see the ponies. And, <laughs> yeah, and, dangerous during and, the afternoon. Uh, the, F, the FBI guy said they said Gotti would have bet on cockroaches racing across a wall. They said the guy that's all he did all day was just bet on things. And it's oh, just a great story. You know, the, yeah, yeah, the bed, the betting world, man. You know, everyone's laying it down, huh? Everybody's laying it down. Like, yeah, like there's big time actors tonight that you'd never imagine. You know, I, someone told me a story oh, sure. the other day. They watched the UFC with the new uh, the new Spider Man, Tom Holland, I think the guy's name is. And uh, the guy knew like every fighter inside out, like about the prelims. And the guy told me you never in a million years would have thought that this Hollywood like sort of the new Spider Man. Is a UFC junkie, you know? Like you, you, it's amazing. People, people love sports, man. People like betting on sports. So, uh, speaking of which, we got it. We got that game tonight, Will Capper. It starts and ends with me with Vance Joseph, and the man that's <laughs> going to be known forever is he got Sergio Dip. But honestly, Sergio yeah, Dip probably Sergio. covered more point spreads than Joseph. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he got Sergio Dipped. <laughs> nice, Brett. Yeah, I miss Sergio a coach. He's got no experience. Like well, Vance Joseph. I mean, he's a nice guy. Right? Even Sergio Dip. He's a nice guy who's having the time of his life. It's like, yeah, because he's a DB coach that's from Denver and somehow Elway gave him the head coaching job. Like, He's 1-11 on the road the last 12 games against the Spreadwell capper. That's where this cap starts and ends, isn't it? So, first of all, the game itself. Uh, maybe about as interesting as watching cockroaches race. Uh, this is like the <laughs> least interesting or inspiring Thursday night football game we've had all season, probably. Um, and actually, yeah. this is like a classic throwback to like Thursday night football games we used to get all the time. You know, like just two like just terrible teams in terrible spots, and you're just like, ugh. Well, it's on, it's on. So I'll watch it and I'll bet on it. But uh, I guess my handicap for this one, I agree with you that Joseph is a liability. I agree with you that. Uh, he is not good on the road. Uh, however, I will I will go to my grave betting against rookie head coaches in their first Thursday night football appearance. And this Ooh. is maybe like one of a handful of angles that I will just stick my neck out on, regardless of how nasty the situation is. 
Uh, and, uh, and it's all kind of based on if you've never been a head coach before, you don't really know that you need to be two weeks ahead game planning and getting the wrinkles installed into your game plan so that you're ready for the short week. There's not enough time to really introduce wrinkles. You add even more stress to that by having a rookie quarterback who's still, you know, not necessarily fully, you know, hasn't fully learned the playbook. And on top of that, you got Mike McCoy calling plays for the Arizona Cardinals who doesn't know what the heck he's doing. He is utilizing David Johnson extremely, extremely incorrectly. Like, That's a great I, point. I, it's great amazing. Point. It's amazing that you could look at tape from two years ago of David Johnson and you're like, how is this the same player? And then you look at the plays they're calling and you're like, okay, I get it. It's because McCoy doesn't know what he's doing. And so it's like if Vance Joseph has this, uh, you know, if he has a an advantage over anyone in the NFL, it might be over Wilkes in Arizona. And in this spot in particular on the short week uh, against a rookie quarterback, and you have a defense that's expected more than two and four, to this point in the season, you have a defense that feels like they just missed uh, popping the uh, the Rams and giving them their first loss. You have uh, you have an offense that, while unimpressive generally, is not bad if they can just take care of the football. Uh, and I think that uh, the way that the you know the way that the running game, particularly for Denver, is kind of crystallizing and coming together, and you got this uh, kind of pretty nice you know three-headed attack with a bunch of young legs out there with uh, Lindsay, I think is going to get more and more of a lion's share of the carries. And I think that's good for Denver. Um, you know, I think that takes a little bit of pressure off Keenum. Uh, he can probably, you know, be a little bit more conservative, limit some of the mistakes. Uh, and uh, they should be able to move the ball and score enough points to get this cover, um, get the win. Uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty reasonable line. Uh, I sold out to minus two and a half here. Cause I think, this is probably a field goal game either way, and if uh, Denver wins, they win it by you know something like three to six, some 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 low, um, but uh, they're not going to win by one or two. Uh, so I'm I'm comfortable selling off of minus one out to minus two and a half for a little bit a uh, little bit more advantageous price and uh, roll the dice betting against the rookie quarter rookie coach rookie quarterback on their first ever short week experience. Very interesting, Whale Cabaret. No, you bring up a really good point about McCoy. Hey, Gabe and, and Mike Smith, like, ooh, first of all, McCoy, offensive genius. Then you're looking like, remember this guy, like, couldn't be, and then I'm thinking, like, the last couple of years, okay. And then my, Mike Smith, when he went to went, went to with Tampa Bay, I'm thinking, man, this guy used to coach the Falcons. Oh, so it's like, what's happening? It's like a lot of the time these guys get coined as, like, you know, the best at their craft, and then you're thinking, you're going, well, Retracks. I don't know, over the last couple of years you've been the worst, yeah, at, worst at your craft, but – it kind Is of it might be yeah. fault like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, no, but McCoy, McCoy more than Smith. Like McCoy was supposed to be this offensive guru, genius type. But yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand why they, the right, how they McCoy can't was use the, David Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I, yes. I don't understand it either. McCoy was in the right place at the right time when Peyton Manning was lighting the world on fire for one season, and he yes. parlayed that into all of this other job opportunities. And I don't think he. I don't think he realistically yeah. has an approach that's 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 good uh, in this day's NFL. In this day's NFL, you got there are a handful of things. If you see a coach doing uh, excessive running on first and first down, excessive running on second and ten, uh, when you have a dynamic playmaker who's excellent outside the tackles, and you're 
running him into a line in a stacked box. Like you're literally doing yourself no favors and you're failing kind of all of the key analytical tests in terms of like what a good offense does in today's NFL and like the, and the Cardinals and McCoy, uh, you know, they fall squarely into this category. Um, aside from that, like, you know, where Denver is a little vulnerable on defense, like, they're not great against the pass. They have some serious protection problems. But who on the among the wide receivers, you know, is, is really scaring you here? Like Kirk is emerging, yeah. sure as a rookie, uh, but Chad you know, Williams, yeah. short week, <laughs> yeah, Chad. I mean, yeah, there's there's not the weapon. The weapons in the in the tight end, the tight end especially, has been a vulnerability for uh, for the Broncos. And I'm not scared of Seals Jones. And I'm, I'm really just not scared of yeah, any of the weapons man. that uh, that Arizona has to work with. And so I think you could kind of leave this game thinking, oh, maybe the Denver defense is better than we thought, and, and they just looked bad because they played the Rams and the Chiefs and a bunch of teams with great offenses. So yep. it's, it's, not, it's not a crazy uh, – it, this is probably maybe my least favorite play of the week, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah. still, just you know, this is the third week in a row we have a, a first-time head coach on Thursday Night Football, uh, and I think it'll be the third time in a row we see these guys fail to cover the spread. Whale Capper uh, with us. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, whale underscore capper. Underscore. I see he's also uh, got deep uh, deep dive media dot uh, co uh, on his uh, his Twitter as well. And Whale Capper has uh, graciously enough uh, put his thoughts up for every game. NFL Week Seven uh, with projected scores twenty four eighteen tonight for the Denver Broncos. Um, some real interesting football games uh, this week. Uh, Derek Anderson now quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, uh, numbers come. Wow, numbers come down. It's it's an upgrade, Whale Capper. Like if you think of this, it, you know they were sure. they they had training wheels with 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 Josh Allen, and being he was averaging about eighty seven yards passing a game. Nate Peterman was absolute terrible, and Derek Anderson is a capable veteran quarterback. And there's a lot of talk. Um, I don't know who the guest was. I want to give him credit for it, man. But we speak to a lot of smart people during the week. And it was brought up to me that um, Brian Dable used to be the uh, the offensive coordinator with the Cleveland Browns camp. When who was the quarterback? Yes. Derek Anderson. So Derek there's Anderson. already a relationship between the offensive coordinator. They know each other. Not to mention, Sean McDermott was the D.C. in, in Carolina. Brandon Bean was the one that signed and brought in Derek Anderson to Carolina. He's been there for a week and a half. And quite frankly, it's not like the playbook was actually, you know, no, it wasn't like it was Mike Martz's freaking offense before with Josh Allen and A. Peterman. Like, this is actually, this is the, like the best quarterback play the Bill's going to have all year with Derek Anderson out there this week, guys. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a fair case, man. I, I'll go. I'll, I'll look at this from. I mean, the Derek Anderson uh, quarterback injection was a was a wild story. Like you, they literally like they were McDermott was going to lose this locker room if he trotted Peterman out yeah. there. So he had to go out and scramble and find a guy off the street. Like that's crazy. Uh, but and you know my angle on this one is the under. Um, I'm looking for an under here because I, I agree with you. There's familiarity with Anderson and the offensive coordinator, but, uh, where the Colts defense is most vulnerable is passing like say 15 to 25 yards down the field. Like they just get gashed Ugh. in that area. Cause they have such a, such a, um, kind of suspect. Did, secondary did the, bills, they did, went, did the bills have the wide can, receivers to right. do that? 
Are, yeah, exactly. You're going to ask Derek Anderson to go down there and start chucking uh, 20 yard, you know, 20 yards in the air, all, you know, on his first start of the season, and you know, where he doesn't know re- really any of his weapons. So I think you're going to see a more run focused approach from the Bills. I think the Bills are going to try to be methodical and play a little bit of keep away. And I think the Bills defense. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They're probably the third best defense in the AFC. They're ranked number three. Second? You said it. I, I mean, it's actually it's, they're ranked it's, third. It's, it's, Total in the NFL, the they were NFL? talking. It's crazy. Oh, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't, <laughs> yes. doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, personally, I would put Baltimore and the Jags ahead of Buffalo in the AFC as far as defenses go. Uh, maybe once the Chargers yeah. get Joey Bosa back, they, they might may make it into the top three. But, like, I think you're talking about a legitimate top five defense for the Bills. And uh, I think Andrew Luck is going to have his work cut out for him because, you know, we've seen now – I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad at the Colts, and I'm mad at Luck for – uh, for what transpired versus the Jets last week, this, the dropping Ugh. of the, the, these these balls—it's it's getting old. Like it's uh, it's not, um, you know, there's nothing you can really do about it. Obviously, and you know, Ty Hilton's hurt, and Doyle's hurt, and you know, Ebron's uh, you know not necessarily reliable help-wise. So I, I get it, but like it's tough to see uh, you know Luck slinging it 50 times a game and these guys dropping wide open passes. So it's uh, I think that uh, the only thing that really scares me about the under here is if the uh, if the defense manages to you know for the Bills manages to score a couple touchdowns based on sloppy turnovers. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I think uh, Bills are a decent decent look uh, on the spread and the under. I think is is a stronger angle for me on this one. Well, we got to get out of here. Uh, great stuff as always, and we really appreciate your time, well, Capper. And you know what's getting old, too? Um, so Carolina right now. Carolina's got a tough tough scheduling spot. A couple of weeks ago, I was laughing. Ooh. about the Giants. Not Ooh, now. Yes, now I got to go to Philadelphia. Man. But Ooh. but I got to tell you, like, DJ Moore is killing me, man, with the drop balls and the fumbles, bro. Like you said, like, I don't want to throw the kid on the bus, but you could argue he might have cost <laughs> them two football games. Uh, well, yeah, Capper, always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time. Uh, all right, take it easy, guys. Later, buddy. Game time decision, hey, ready for Rage Radio. We'll take the phone call. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Angle's doing a great job, but it's it's not the same without back to live action, fellas. Hey, fellas. And it's funny, too. <laughs> it's funny, too, because I used to always tell them, yo, you don't need to tell me we're back. I know we're back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's fun when he does it, he though. He always tells me. He always tells me, you're on. I'm like, yeah, I know we're on. And, he, you know, and I remember when I don't talk yeah, right I, away, I, you're, I, on. I, I, you're on. You're uh, on. I, I, I was like, bro, you got to chill out with sometimes, me. Sometimes you just I let know, it breathe, buddy. You let it breathe. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said, you know, I said, I know if the music's playing, we're on. Like, generally, that means the yeah. segment started. <laughs> but Correct. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, he's very by the book. He's a creature of habit. He likes to say, you know, you're on. Yeah. You know, it's like. He likes, yeah, he likes to say, hey, back to live action, fellas, you're on, and I love turkey bacon. I work with a lot of different producers during the day. You know, like I really do at this so point. You, yeah. I'm dealing with a lot of different different personalities, you know. It's actually a really good point. Yeah, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own little things, right? So you get used to everybody. I got yelled at today by Bones. Really? The producer for Carton and Friends. Yeah, yeah. Normally we get along pretty what well. Happened? I didn't have a problem, actually. Well, I thought we were about to play a video. Uh, yeah. It was a video of Mick Aussie throwing up on me and Rob Dibble. And, uh, oh, yeah. So cla- was, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Real classic. There was a misunderstanding. There was a misunderstanding with the video. So all I said was, like, on the air, well, I thought we were about to play the video. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I just sort of, you know, sort of one of those. Well, I thought we, you know, I thought we had the video ready, but we don't. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we got to the break, man, he just came in my ear said, I got like four. He started yelling. You know, why are you freaking out about a video? I told him, I'm not freaking out. You're the one freaking out now. (laughs) So I wasn't freaking out. I said, if I freak out, you'll know. All right. And, uh. That's a good, yeah, I got that's four good point. people good yelling point. at me at once, and yeah, and I guess I don't know if Cardano's listening right now. And Cardano, after the show, talks because I was so mad when that video didn't play. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, it's a miscommunication." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh, he said he fanned the flames, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then after, well, well no, it's not his fault. It was a miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yeah. That's all happened. TV, TV, yeah, radio. People don't after, like things happen. Yeah. Things happen. After Bones tells me, he's like, listen, you're saying, where's the video? I got four people freaking out. There's stuff going on. See, Ken, you don't know. And even me, I'll admit, I've been insensitive to uh, to some of their problems in a pit of misery at times before. Yeah. Right where. But now you get you it. You know, you get knocked off. You're calling back. You can't get in. I'm sure part of you thinking. Yeah. F and Yang, F and Yang, what the hell's going on, <laughs> right? Like, well, I'm doing. It. People, don't, I think everyone needs to I've know. I think we're all doing our best. We're all like, the thing is, there's nobody like you know screwing the pooch or like you know running out to the convenience store or whatever. Like when I get knocked off, it's a voice. It's almost like a panic. Like you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? Is it your? And then I look when I see disconnected. I'm like, oh, and you fire it back up. You don't know if it's the internet from the hotel. You don't know if it's uh, you know, the pit of misery. A cable got pulled out, right? Game, it's a guessing game, right? So you just roll with the punches. Well, last do what you can. Last week, what? Yeah, last week when you couldn't get back in, it was a major issue. And no, like was, Yang said, he goes, "I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that you're actually here to see because I know you'd be yelling at me, which is true. I've yelled yeah. at the past, uh, you know, during these breaks, saying, "What the hell is going on?" And he goes, "I'm so glad you're here to see this." And yeah, the whole system shut down, Cam. Like there was. And it turned out. Oh, I know. Cardano like said you, he texted saying you never know no what it is. Like the hotel was what it is. I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. the Renaissance, the entire building lost the internet. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like we've got backup power to stay on the air, but you can't get calls on. You can't run the computer. It becomes a real problem when you're an online radio station. <laughs> You are correct, buddy. Yeah, no, I I knew it was trouble when you call in, because when you call, it's like, hey, welcome to the Fantasy Sports Network. But it was the other one. It was the, kind of the robot guy. You have reached the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm like, uh-oh, that's not the regular one. That's when you know there's a big problem, Gabe, from the regular host voice to backup voice. That's a problem. That's when you know, the, you know a, shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> it's a good it's point, true. though. I see the crew. I see the crew working hard. And um, yeah. 
you know, nobody is, uh, nobody's mailing anything in, right? You know, every, everybody's working as hard uh, as, they, as they possibly can. And, you know, once in a while, there's going to be a technical difficulties, and uh, once in a while, the hosts will give you bad picks. That, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Although our good, picks, good were, point, our picks were smoking last night. Oh, I think I oh yeah, my NBA. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good for you. My NBA picks were, were perfect, and uh, but I can't lie to people. The hockey the last couple nights, Marancy, I'm telling you, like I, I, like I was watching that Blues-Canadians game with the Raptors game, but the Raptors game was there, and I'm looking. They tie it up at two. Montreal scores at nine seconds left for me to lose that bet. It goes to overtime. I, like, I'm just because I, I I had I had the late games pegged right. I'm like God, you man, can't I mess just, with the Habs right now. You know now, the Kev. bad they're beans. Hot. They're hot. Yeah, no, they're actually they are, and we talked about it on the air. They're actually playing damn good hockey and they work their asses off. The Blues are their own worst enemy though. Lots of big mistakes in that game, but uh, huge hockey board tonight. And I know we'll have more DFS for the uh, small NBA card tonight. LeBron's uh, debut should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I believe Ricky I'm Sanders. Probably gonna t- Ricky, I'm gonna take the point. Ricky Sanders, our Thursday guest uh, on this DFS stuff. So we'll talk about tonight's uh, DFS football slate and NBA slate uh, with Ricky Sanders, yes. which is cool. We'll run the optimizer for you guys. Share what the DailyRoto.com optimizer is saying uh, for for the DFS action here this evening. Uh, fantasy football is back right now. These games for fantasy football leagues starting to get a little bit more critical uh, as well. Um, I'm doing pretty well in fantasy football this year. I'm, I'm, I lost again in ESPN League. I see I'm three and three right now. How are you doing in uh, injuries? How are you doing p- in the Carton League? How are you doing in the Carton League? Not good. Two and four. Yeah, no. Because I hear Pavona, like he, dude. I'll tell you, when we do that second half on Sunday, he, he's crying away. Like the way I'm upset about bets, this guy is snapping. He's like, I can't believe I'm losing my 100 points in the Carton League, and like he's really getting like the the Memphis kid is rattled. Like on Sunday when he's doing his. Uh, Carton League stuff like that's a big league. I guess that's a that's the big Kahuna's league, right? You want you want some props. A lot of big a lot of big dogs are there, so he's kind of like uh, he's upset that he got smoked last week in that league. Yeah, that's an emotional league. Sunday, <laughs> very emotional. It's a, it's Good way to emotion. put it. Yeah, it's like yeah, very emotional. Very, it's 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 intense, Marenzi. Like there's some big dogs there. You got the you know the king and all the guys. Like well, I got a, screwed. It's a heavy hitter league. Yeah, the king's one and five. The king's one and five. Is he really? I lost. I li- oh no! Yeah, I literally, I literally oh, wow. lost last week. I literally lost by like I don't know, man, point nine points or something like that. It was pretty freaking frustrating, man. And I lost by like zero point nine points to uh, I think it was to Dane and blew it. And I had Brandon Look. Cooks, man. Brandon Cooks got knocked out of the game like early in the game. I got zero fantasy points from Brandon Cooks. I still lost by like decibel points. And listen, this league's been train wreck. I was in Vegas when the draft was going on. I wasn't even on for the first 40 minutes of it. And um, I think Corey took my players early. And I don't blame him. I, don't, I wasn't mad at the time with the picks, but I didn't make the picks. So I don't know. I'm, I probably wouldn't have taken Dalvin Cook 11th overall. And so I've been screwed. Dalvin Cook, I, I, I picked 12th or whatever, 11th. Or 12th, I think. I was thinking I was 12th and 13th. And I got Dalvin Cook and Odell Beckham. Dalvin Cook's hurt, and Odell Beckham plays with an incompetent quarterback. What am I going to do? Like, my top two picks were like screw job city from the top. I got no running backs in the Garden League. It's a train wreck. It's a miracle I'm two and four. I, I was nearly three and three. The only thing that's saving me is a lot of other bad teams in this league. Um, I don't know, man. I just got to win one of them, Cam. Like, I'm, a, I'm the commissioner in three fantasy leagues. I got to, like, soften the blow and win one of them. I, That's my exactly. goal. Like, I, if I can win one. My problem is, Cam. 
I'm five and one, five and one. But as you know, the big one, the big one. You know what? The big turkeys up north. I'm one. Yeah, that's the that's the league that I'm getting smoked in. Right? I'm one and five. It's just like. Ah, it's the one with the money. That's the, the it's it's the best. The other ones with my buddies, I'm kicking ass. The one that has real money, I'm like getting smoked. It's killing me. You know what I'm thinking? That's though, life, buddy. And I'm actually thinking that this head-to-head stuff kind of sucks. To be honest, like it's not a fair representation of who the best team is. So I'm looking right now, one and five in another league too. You know what? I'm lucky though. I'm one and five yeah. in that league. That's just a hundred dollar league. I'm looking at this one. The two hundred dollar league, so twenty four hundred dollars. The big league, I'm actually five and one. So that that's not bad. I, I can hang my hat on something. This is my team. Why I've been rolling along. I got Deshaun Watson as my quarterback, Todd Gurley my running back, Alex Collins, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Austin Hooper, and Will Fuller. And I've also got not Mike bad. Williams and uh, Mike Williams, Devontae Parker, and Ty Lockett as wide receivers. Sort of the role. Uh, I roll in and out. It's not a bad lineup, but it's it's pretty frustrating. I got a team with with Mahomes as my quarterback, and I'm only three and three because Amari Cooper sucks. And I thought Amari Cooper. I knew Amari Cooper was down. You and I have talked about him a lot, but I thought this yeah. year I knew the Raiders would be bad, right? So I figured it'd be perfect with Amari Cooper. They'll always be playing from behind. And Derek Carr can still throw the football, but Amari Cooper just doesn't get open. It's just it just is. He doesn't get open. Like there's nothing you can do about it. You know, the, Listen, the Raiders are down. It, does, it, it doesn't matter. I'm playing uh, uh, fast talking Mike, Clark W. Griswold. I got Mahomes, Gurley, Mixon, Keenan Allen, who's actually doing nothing this year, Emmanuel Sanders, Kyle Rudolph, Alex Collins, Carlos Hyde, Juju Smith Schuster, James Conner, Calvin Ridley. That's my team. San Diego team. defense. Ten team league. Yeah, it's uh, so, yeah, league. that's yeah, ten yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, it's a small league. That's why I'm fi- that's why I'm kicking ass uh, in that league, but yeah, it's a good got, team. Got a lot it's small there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure do. Okay, let's go to uh <laughs> let's let's go to the phone lines, take a couple of calls here. Yeah, go to Kenneth in Texas. Sure. What's up? What's up, Kenneth? Hey guys, I appreciate you taking my call. The reason why I was no calling problem, is Kenneth, how I you doing? Go- Oh, pretty good. The reason why I was calling is I got a couple of Raiders on my roster, and I'm trying to figure out who I, what I should do with them. Uh, Mari Cooper, uh, Cook, and uh, Marshawn Lynch. I'm trying to figure out what what I should do with them. I think Cook is. I I think Cook. Well, listen, Cook is just Cook. You know, he's okay, not great, but he's got these guys. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch isn't going to just get the ball. So he's their only running yeah, back. So even and though the problem is exactly, Cooper game, even though the Raiders, even though the Raiders are going to be losing, I don't think Marshawn Lynch really cares, right? Marshawn Lynch is just there to play football, and so Marshawn Lynch still do his thing. Amari Cooper, the one I was just talking about, he's on my team too, Kenneth. He's the problem. And they want to trade him. So, you know, are they going to showcase him or are they going to be worried he's going to get hurt? He's just not producing Amari Cooper. And I don't see him suddenly producing. You know, Jared Cook's going to do his thing. You know, and not much will change with him mentally, I don't think, as the year goes on, even if the Raiders have a horrible record. Same thing with Marshawn Lynch. They don't really have any young backs. It's like, all right, now we're going to get a look at this guy. Gruden knows Amari Cooper's not part of the future there. You know, they might just start yep. to phase him out a bit here, you know, like with each week and to the, to the point where it's like, well, I'll just release him in the offseason or whatever. We'll do with this after. So Amari Cooper, he's, he's the one that I would be looking to trade most uh, there, Kenneth. He's the one I'd be getting rid of, Cam. 
Should I trade him yeah, or tra or just give him or should or should I give him the outright release? Try to trade him. If you can't trade him, try to trade him. If you can't get anything good, if you try to, if you can't trade him, you release him. Or put him on your I mean, bench look, if you can. I, I, uh, hopefully, yeah. I take it week by week with him, and I keep. I haven't taken him out of the lineup, but it's to the point now where I'm better off just having a Mike Williams in there and, and rolling the dice. I'm better off just going with Tyler Lockett because uh, Michael Cooper is just not producing. Yeah, it's just it just that's the bottom line. Listen, Cook and Lynch aren't going to win or lose you any leagues, anyways, right? They're just sort of there. But Cooper's the one. If someone if someone wants to pick him up, you know, try to trade him. But if not, I mean, the time has come to start uh, to start considering um, sitting them. But uh, tune in on yeah. Friday, Kenneth. We're going to go over the start and start and sit because I've got Cooper as well. So I'm going to see. We're going to compare the rankings with Cooper with, with everybody else later in the week, Kenneth. Should I? Uh, what what should I do in regards to Lynch and Cook? Well, Lynch I'd and Cook, I'd Lynch hang on still if you can. Yeah, I'd hang on to them. You know, Lynch is still going to yeah, get I'd, 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 I'd hang Somebody's got to run the damn ball. All right. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the thanks call, so uh, Kenneth. Take care, yeah, thanks, thanks for the call. Yeah, listen. Listen, if you, even if you're Kenneth, even Cooper's if you try the to problem trade Marshawn Lynch or Cook, you're not getting anything, right? Exactly. Lynch, baby, exactly. I hear Adam Ronis. I hear Ronis talking about it, and he's right. If you notice on the waiver wires this year, Cam, I've never seen such a thin running back waiver wire. Like, if you're, oh, if you're like, thin. I've been screwed a few weeks for running backs, and, you yeah, know, I got lucky thin. once. I, I picked up Edo Smith, but... And yeah, he scored a touchdown, but for the most part, man, like it's there's nothing there. There's no one to take. It's like it's hard just it. to find someone to put in the lineup, let alone it's going to produce for you. There's no running back. One thing about one thing about Lynch no is you know he's, he, no, there's there's none. And one thing about Lynch is there's nobody else in Oakland. It's his show, so he'll get touch, touches and he, you know what I mean. And he, he, at least he'll get you some fantasy points. This, the problem is Cooper there with him, Gabe, and it's getting worse every week with the concussion syndrome. They don't go to him like it's a it, it's a dog's breakfast with that guy. Yeah, you try to trade him and you're gonna get nothing for him. Put him on the bench. All right, um, Clam Chowder, what's up, Clam Chowder? Hey, Clamble. Hey, Marvelous Gabriel Morenci. New York City and within a Kitten Cameron Stewart. Okay. It's, it's like this. Thank you very much, Joey O'Dessara, with 200. And so far from Shano, Jazz, Garshaw, and Jeffrey Nadu, thank you very much. It's 900, but with the percentage of GoFundMe, it's 872. And yesterday after my call, I rushed over to my nephew's place and I begged him for a loan. And he surprised me and said, I see you're very desperate, Unc. So I will use my credit card so I could nice. secure the game ticket and we got section i lower deck row one but it's in usa funds 698 and the fees and shipping are extra so let's do it everybody get on board thank you very much for the help and support. Okay, tonight the Red Sox are going 
to lose 7-6 so they could win it back at Beantown Fenway Park. How's that? You know what, uh, Chowder? Solid. The Red Sox are going to the World Series. But I think yeah, they can win they're going to the World Series, but I think they want to win it at home. And also with prices, they, uh, past problems. I think uh, yeah, tonight they, uh, the Astros they, uh, will do it. 7-6. All right, good stuff, Chowder. So you got your six. great cup tickets. Pretty pretty expensive. Yeah, Six hundred ninety eight dollars. Sure is. I, wow, I know it's crazy. I secured the game ticket. It's what just the hell's going US, on? USA funds. You know what, Clam right, Chowder? Since everybody else stepped up, Gabe, I gotta be honest. I'm gonna give the money to the donation. Chowder, I can't give you two hundred bucks, but expect some. Can I pay on? Can we pay on credit card or something, Gabe? How do we uh, donate to Chowder? Yeah, yeah, everyone else is yeah, stepping yeah. up. Pay, pay, PayPal or credit what? card. I'll do credit card. Okay, it sounds good. Sounds good. Whatever, I'll get paid money in my PayPal every, every bit helps. Every bit helps. Everything. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep in the stables. You know me. But I wanted the most important thing so I could get on TSN and ESPN2. And it's on the 20-yard line right after a Eskimo's bench. I don't have to see their helmets, and it's above the press box. What do you think? Am I going to get spotted? Oh, definitely. Uh, No-brainer. Yeah. You'll be there. Yeah, you'll yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You should be all right, Chowder. Yeah. All right, we yeah. got to go to a break, Thanks, Chowder. Take us out, Chowder. All right. Let's all have a great, oh, my, free Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Word on the street is that uh, Scott Engel is quite the dancer, actually. Really? I told Corey that uh, you, you can move on the dance floor, man. Yeah. Not bad, yeah. No, I like your answer. Lap dance. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I can really move. For a big lineman, I can kind of, I got, I got quick feet. Right, Morenzi? You've seen me. It surprises uh, people, actually. No, Cam's a very good dancer. It's Thank true. You, buddy. He, he, he really is. He, he really is. All right. So, so uh, Clam Chowder, he got his ticket. Six hundred and ninety-eight dollars. I can't. Do- cup, I can't man. donate. I can't donate two hundred, Gabe. But we got everybody else has stepped up. Like even guys we like later. We we know you've known them for a long Making time. Making us I've look bad. A long time. That's what I'm saying. We look. We, we look like stiffs. But the I worst part is, is we're not the rich. I'll do the best see I can. The names. You see the names on the donation list. That's the problem. That's Our names the problem. Right there, like so. 
Exactly. I, I can't do 200 bucks. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I just, I love the man, and I gave him the ring, but I can't do 200. I'll, I'll you know, like 50 bucks, whatever, we're all going to give to the cause. I'll do the best I can here, you know? Straight up honesty. Well, let's just lie. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you, I don't got two hundred bucks. I love you, clam chowder, but come on, these other guys are rich. Well, I've I've got us look bad. I've got him a, <laughs> I've got a play. I got I got him a place to stay too. He's just stay. Oh, uh, and stay with Yeah, and there's also the in the stables. <laughs> in the stables yeah. at the Stampede. <laughs> no, it's in Edmonton. <laughs> Oh, you imagine if he I goes all the way chowder. to the Great Cup and they, they they don't let him in as clam chowder. Oh, he'll snap. There's no guarantee. That's that's not going to no go. Actually, you know what? You bring up a really good point. It's a guy in a costume at a big event now. The way the way it's people are. Cup, there's you 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 said it. It's not. There's no. It is the Great Cup, but there's no. It's locks. hit or miss. Like you're right. It is. Dude, I, like, I gotta look, be honest with you. Chip, it's the, kind of the blue chase did let him in. The yeah, Blue Jays didn't. Good. They were like, you can't you know come to the stadium in this. You just can't. I never even thought of that, Marenzi, in today's world. You're right. Like, there's no lock. Like, it's it's 50-50. It could go either way. They might go, ah, oh, this guy's like great. Olymp- Look at the spirit. But they might say, he's at an Olympic like, Stadium in Montreal. But Montreal's pretty free. But they know him there. Montreal. Yeah, they kinda, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Montreal's pretty lax. I feel like I'm a Quebecer right now. You can walk into the stadium and having salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're having break, salt vinegar chips, a couple and chips. Yeah, and I got a Pepsi on the table hilarious. there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm all you're missing, all you're missing now is you got to crush a May West with that. Oh, I would love that. No, I'll do game for for for. Uh, actually, I saw them. Oh, Joe Louis. It's yeah. You know what? Nobody at the store. It's another thing I've been talking about. Uh, people aren't buying that those products anymore. Like Passion Fake, Licky, May West, Joe Louie, they're on for like a uh, buck eighty-eight now at stores. Like all these health people, like th- that's the unhealthy. problem now. The junk food is real sugar. cheap. Like yeah, they're giving it away. They're giving it away, and you know me. When I see a price that low, I pounce. <laughs> <laughs> the Quebec uh, Ontario too. The- Gabe, Ontario was the only place with the medical. Oh, sorry, I, I don't. I don't mean to uh, interrupt there. But one quick thing, you're going to love this. So Ontario was the only place where you like the dispensaries closed, and you had to go online, and it was still closed everywhere else in Canada, but Ontario, the biggest province. So you know what? Other people in other uh, provinces, yeah, sure. You walk into your local guy. Da da da. I know, and on, it's all got to be online in Ontario. All the dispensaries are closed. All. Yeah. So when are they going to? When and are they going to? Who knows? Few days. They haven't got their act together. That's the thing. You're supposed to order online, and it works out all everything ten dollars uh, a gram. There's nothing. To, so I'm going to tell you something. The, the black market's going to thrive. It's just uh, it, this is not. It's not starting off very well. Let's just put it that way. These guys really don't know what they're no. doing. They should have like they should have got no. some like people in the business to consult them because they're clueless. It's actually really I don't bad. understand. I don't understand why they just didn't follow the same. The same model that they used in California, Nevada, yeah, and, and Colorado, exactly. and you know Nevada and these states did this, and Nevada had it up and running in about six months, four months. You know, they were Canada. The they entire country of Canada had years to prepare for this, absolute yes. years to prepare for this, and and here they are. And I see. I see Trudeau online boasting about well, how great this is. I know. And stuff. And <laughs> no, he's, it's a train disaster. <laughs> like I said, we should almost just start a campaign to to criminalize marijuana once again. <laughs> you know the movie, the Trailer Park Boys. You know they did they've done movies. Yeah. I haven't seen their movies, but 
I guess that's what one of the movies was about a couple of years ago. That Canada was going to legalize weed, and the Trailer Park Boys went to testify against the evils of doing this because they thought it would ruin their business if it was legal. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good plot. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually it's they bring bring up good points. Yeah, Yeah, they're right. (laughs) That's great. Well, it's a lot like gambling. It's a lot like gambling. Like, look, I'm going to you know, I I take my time. I go out to the sports book here in New York. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are still gambling right now the way that they always did without going to the sports book in New York. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have never been there before and are still placing bets every day, right? So it'll be the same thing with, like, weed. Know what, Marenzi? That's like in a court of law, like if you were the attorney and I'm the judge, case closed. I hit the gavel down, you win. It's exactly true. Guys are still going to play with their local. Guys are going to play with guys that they get they know. But also also guys who are hardcore will go out to the book too and just check out the numbers. Say, okay, at this sports book, they're doing this. At the FanDuel, at the Wheel Hill sports book, they're doing this. My local's got this, right? Everyone likes to shop around, look at numbers, look at juice, see what's on the menu. You know, people like to, they want to get the best, uh, the best prices they can get. But you're absolutely correct. People are creatures of habit too. If you have a guy for years, you're probably not going to leave him. Man, when I was playing the uh, playing the props over at the book today, it was it was hard. Yeah. Not a lot of people are playing the brand of props like Ironman. Yeah, I was trying to explain. What's game. the guy's name? Hewerman? What's the tight end's oh, name? Uh, Hewerman. Uh, yeah, yeah, too, yeah, for Denver. Yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, Hewerman. Yeah. He's probably going to get. Yeah, a yeah. So I asked for the. <laughs> I asked for the Hewerman prop. He's like, who? But then I got to spell it. So I was like, H. E U R E. It took like for five minutes. He was like, I don't know if we have it. Hewerman. They didn't have Chad Williams. I was asking him. I need a Chad Williams prop. They didn't have it. Um, except it's it's funny. I played like I played a lot of props and I've been beating them. And today's the first day. They asked me if I had a a player's card. Oh, and he basically stated, "No, no, it wasn't nice. No, like they they wanted to shut me down because I'm beating them at props." What? Oh, like they wanted to document like who I was, because I had a stack of props and I played the props. And the guy told me, he goes, uh, he was cool. He goes, if you play one more, he goes, I'm gonna need your ID and stuff. Oh, and I was wow. like, well, let's really just cool. move on to the sides, buddy. I told him, let's move on to the sides. Amazing. You got a great great customer service by yeah. that guy, too. Forget. Because then I said, why? And he goes, he goes, you just cashed a bunch of winners. I, I hit like six of them last night in the NBA or whatever. He goes, you just cashed a bunch of props. And he said, my bosses are on top of the prop betters, which means they're getting killed on the props. Right? So they want to know. And they are shutting people down. There was a guy got uh, guy got kicked out yesterday, and uh, he basically got kicked out for winning too much. I guess he he bet two. fifteen. He he hit him for fifteen thousand, and when they paid him, they said you're done. And I, I don't know. I don't know legally. I guess legally they can't because it's one of those deals. We can re, we 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 reserve the right to refuse service to anybody. Yes. You know what I mean? It's one of those. I hate to say it. It's our. It's, you, it we it don't is. have to take your bet. Yeah, we you don't have to take correct. your bet. It's not your legal right. You know what I mean? No. 
in the fine print. If they think you're, you know, if you're winning too much, they can cut you off. I'm going to tell you an example of a guy you know. You brought up a great, great point earlier. Don't judge a book by its cover. Like Billy the doorman he used to be a doorman at a hotel. He didn't need money. He did it because he just liked talking to people. Hey, what are you betting on and stuff like that. I, and I witnessed this game. This is not even hearsay. He was on Bet365, like, smashing games because he doesn't bet baseball because he loves it. He's baseball purist, but he smashes the NBA. So he's going on, like, 5,000, 10,000. They, they, like, they, they, like, circle games for him now. Like, they, they've changed it for once. Like, they're like, sir, sir, you can't do this. They like, put limits, right? Yeah. Checks. Yeah, 70,000, 35,000, 40, you know what I mean? Like, he was killing them. Absolutely. He hasn't bet, like, even a couple hundred of dollars a game, all thousands, right? And they're like, you're, like, he was a big fish, and they cut him down. And now they, they, he still tells me he gets circled stuff. He can only go so much on a game, whereas before he pounded them, and now he can only, now they have betting limits for him. And you, you see him, Gabe. He walks around in, like, a, a ripped sweater. Like, he's got a New England Patriots sweater ripped at the horse book. Guys are playing $2 pick threes. Billy's playing, like, 500 across the board, you know, in a horse race. Like, I've seen it. It's like, yeah. never judge a book by its cover, friend. Joe, Joey Odessa, same thing. Joe, Joey Odessa, he can't get in on MMA. Like, he's got he's to oh, bet in, like, 10 them, different yeah. places. Yeah, like, he can get 250 bucks in, 500 bucks. It hasn't happened to me that much. I guess I haven't won enough with Bet365. You got uh, Sports you gotta Interaction squeezed me. Yeah, Sports yeah. Interaction yes. got me once where basically they did limit me. Like, I was crushing them in MMA, and um, I was just winning all the time. I just went on this big run, and I log in. I'm, I'm trying to put plays in. It's like $23. I'm like, Max, I'm like, what are you talking about, 23 same thing like arena football. I've been capped and shut down before. So I have been, I've been shut down in a few spots, but I haven't had that, sir, you got to go because you're winning too much. In yeah. fact, they sent limos for me because I lose. Let's bring in, uh, let's just send it to Connecticut. Let's send it to Connecticut. <laughs> He's got a running back question. What's up, uh, Marcio? Hey, how we doing there today? What's going on, Marcio? How you doing today, man? Yeah, What's good, what, what do you want to talk about? What running back? So I got a couple questions. Uh, it's actually running backs and wide receivers. So I'm in a league um, that's got um, – I can use two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex position. Um, the uh, running backs I have would be Mark Ingram, um, Ezekiel Elliott, Sony Michelle, and uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy. Which of the two? I, I know that uh, the Dallas have a tough, uh, tough matchup, and so do the New England Patriots. Um, he's still. So I'm yeah. wondering. He's still got to start Elliott there, Marcio. Like he's just. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. of pure volume. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, no, no. You got to spoil riches. My, yeah, absolutely. No, my my yes. my second running back, uh, and then I wonder as a flex position. Should okay, I so your choices are now. Hold on, hold on. So your yeah. choices now are. Elliot's a must. Obviously, I mean the guy's yeah, the yeah, best stats. So you got Ingram, Lashawn McCoy, or who? Uh, Lashawn McCoy. Who's the third one? And Sony Michelle. Oh, Sonny Michelle. Michelle. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Lashawn here. LeSean I don't know, McCoy. dude. Sonny Michelle gets that. Yeah, well, Sonny Michelle gets that Bears defense this week. That's right. Point, I mean, that, that Bears good. Good issue. Bears defense. Mark Ingram, yep. you got Baltimore. It's on the road. You got to split carries with Kamara. Yep. Meanwhile, you know what? You got a fresh right. quarterback McCoy in Buffalo. The, You're taking on the, the Indi- Indianapolis Colts, and the Bills are going to run the ball like 38 times. That's yeah, a really. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Elliott Lashawn McCoy. That that's my opinion. And you, you know, need, we'll, you we'll look up the guy, rankings. Do you need another guy? At I'll the let next you know, Marcio, or just need two. No. 
because uh, I'd use yeah, Michelle no, at flex out of all those guys. So go so that's McCoy, exactly, so that's, Elliott, and, 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 yes, I agree. And then and then the flex the flex position. So in the flex position, I could use one of my wide receivers, which uh, um, they are not the best. Um, I believe it was uh, John Brown. John Brown, or so as a flex position, John Brown or the other running back, the remaining running back. I'd use the even again. Uh, I'd go with the Brown. running back. The Saints. It's the yeah, it's true. Michelle or John Brown. Michelle or John Brown. Exactly. That's tough, man. I go with John yeah, Brown because I like you uh, here. I'm gonna let, let me look up the Daily Roto. Uh, <laughs> let me let me look this up. Yeah, do that. Check, usually, check usually these questions out, Usually these questions annoy me, but this is a legitimate question. You got you got it's difficult choice. Well, you got a lot. These of are real. Di- here. These are hard, hard. They're all, great, they're all great running backs. They're all great running backs. The matchup this week uh, this week is just not the best. No, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, we're see there with but, with, Al, with Elliot McCoy. You're right about McCoy, Gabe. He's going to get tons of touches. The question is, the look, I'm looking, looking online. Yeah. That's the thing, but there's not that ton of upside. McCoy never has that 122 yard two touchdown game anymore, that's right? Yeah, that's it. That's why I'm uh, I'm debating. That's today. the problem. I know. Like he'll probably get 84 yards, and then you're going to be sitting there and going, "Damn, Ingram just got a touchdown." That's the exactly. thing that I'm worried about. Uh, that I'm thinking maybe Ingram's the guy. Okay, look, uh, you know what? We were right. And, you know, in, in the Daily Roto Optimizer, I trust. So this is the running back rankings, guys. So Todd Gurley, yep. number one this week. Barkley, number two. Gordon. Elliott, number four. So boom. Yep. Elliott's yep. locked in. Your next highest guy that you have, we answered it. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. This is according to Daily Roto Optimizer. Yeah, so yep. these are the top running he's, backs in the week. Got Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon. Then you got Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, David Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. And I tell you what, we go down the list, and then you get Tevin Coleman, Kenyon Drake, Deion Lewis, Jordan Howard, James White, Matt Breda, Breda, Breda uh, Carlos Hyde, and then Sonny Michelle. And look, Sonny Michelle and Mark Ingram are projected right beside each other, guys. So you're splitting hairs there, bro, when it comes All to right. Michelle and Ingram. So I guess then it's Sonny Michelle it is. Oh, it looks yeah, cool. there, there you go. Thanks, Marcio. Thanks for the call, Marcio. Thank you very much. Well, again, we'll take a quick break, uh, more of your calls, and uh, we'll talk some bets, more DFS. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Some chick just waved at me. I'm nice. sitting in my window. I'm sort of like leaning. I'm leaning out a window. Like I'm looking out a window. And there's like a bridge yeah. in front of me. And people walk across the bridge. And I really stand out because there's no one else. So you just sort of see me. And I think it freaks people out because I have a headset on and stuff too. But sometimes I walk around yeah. in pace. So I kind of they like think I you're said, a day so trader. I, I notice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So I've noticed people in their cars Follow looking up at me often. And 
<laughs> yeah, now this girl just walked by, started waving at me. Except I didn't get a it's chance a to wave back to her. She probably thinks I'm a jerk. Like, I sort of saw her waving as she, then she looked the other way. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. Maybe I got to roll we'll the blinds t- down here. <laughs> nah, I will tell you this. For all the times we did the show at uh, the Morency studio, no chick waved you, so you're already ahead of the game. No, I got the Think one about finger that. wave. Yeah. No, 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 no happy waves. <laughs> that's, that's, and the people upstairs, I remember all the stuff going on, crazy dogs, and yeah. Yeah, I don't, building I, I don't miss them too. bowling. I don't know what it is, though. I don't, I don't know what it is, man. Like, the people above me, are, it's like the same. It's like the people moved with me or something. I swear to God, man, every night I hear, like, upstairs, these people, like, I don't know what the hell they're late, doing. Cause late night, late, late night. These condos. Yeah, these condos, you need to make a lot of noise, like, for people to hear you. Like, you really do, like, especially through these floors. And for the rents yeah, are my paying, neighbors that's in their, their quality, and they're not paper thin, you know? You, you got a yeah, my, my, spot. My condo, my condo in Toronto was, uh, I swear to God, it was like I lived under a bowling alley. It was like, I, I couldn't tell. Is there a kid? Is it dogs? Is it, like, what are they doing? It was like like running and people knocking things over, like, basically 10 hours a day. But I didn't mind. Because I you know I make noise myself, right? So sort That's of like great, uh, like the teams, that cheat, the, the teams that cheat in baseball. Okay, listen, we're gonna get to Jamie Heath in a minute, actually here. But uh, we got we got another call here, I believe. Uh, Todd, let's get to Todd. He's been patient. We'll get to Todd quickly, and then we're gonna get to Jamie Heath. Jamie yeah, Heath in Florida. For so sure. is Todd. What what up, Todd? How you doing? What's on your mind, Todd? What you got for us? Hey, I'm doing good, brother. Appreciate the show. You're doing. Uh, Gabe's doing a great job on uh, Carton Friends too in the morning. So number one, I, I appreciate that, Matt. Pick. Yeah, great. And yeah. a survivor pick, and I also have a flex question. Who are you feeling survivor this week? All right, you know what? I got to survivor too. I know this sounds crazy. Everyone's going to take the Rams, but don't do it. That's I like wouldn't take the. I would tell you yeah, I would take either. Lot. I would take the Chiefs. I would take the Chiefs or Jaguars. I, I don't trust okay. India against Buffalo, even though it's a huge spread. I think the Titans and Chargers are going to be a tight game, Gabe. I give them two. I'll say Jags and uh, Jags and Chiefs. Gabe, you're on the clock. What do you think? Wow, this is a tough freaking week, man, for Survivor. It sure is. Don't want to think about it too much, or That's else you'll uh, you'll get rattled. <laughs> I think the Bengals can beat That's, the Chiefs. Really? Dare I say the Dare I say the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll think about it. Are the Giants really beating them? Are the Giants really? I like the. I, I think it. the Jags at home too, Gabe. They haven't been playing good. They're going to take out frustration on Houston, who's, who's not a good team. Anyway, and this is policy, but I'm imagining you're running out of teams. I would imagine because, dude, my survivor. We started a second league. We're a bunch of like wusses. Yeah, I got knocked out. So everyone, (laughs) okay, you did too. All right, (laughs) right on. What about the Vikings against the Jets? Is that too ballsy? Not really. Maybe we're overthinking. You know what? Just take the damn Rams. The Niners will cover. The Rams will win the game. (laughs) Just take the damn Rams. What's the flex question? Okay, uh, ten team standard: Edo Smith, Frank Gore, or Jordan Howard. Edo Smith. Oh. Yeah, I'm thinking Edo Smith. Gabe, he's been well. getting. He, he, he's yeah. the guy. He's gonna. Get, he's gonna get a lot of touches. Yeah. With the Falcons running yeah, back situation, I got, I, I, it's it's Edo Smith. Howard ain't the other job. guys. I think are in tough. No, he's not. He fumbles too much. Problems. Problems. Uh, and Gore, yes, Edo yeah, Smith. you don't want Gore. You know, I'd go Edo no Smith. Gore. Yeah, Edo Smith. 
Eno okay, Smith. Okay, man, sounds good. They're going to move the ball. They're going to move the ball, the Giants. Hey, thanks for the kind words, Terry. Don't be a stranger, bro. Take care. All right, let's. Uh, we're going to keep it in Florida. Is Jamie Heath ready to go in Florida? Yeah. Yes, nice. he is. Jamie good Heath. Work, these, these sportsbrokers.com. These sportsbrokers.com. Kevin Todd and Jamie Heath. Jamie Heath steps up. And what's up, Jamie? How you doing today? I'm great, Gabe. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing pretty good. So let's get right down to business. We'll get right down to business here. You know, we were talking about this game. It's hard to um, hard to sell this and say, "Ooh, everyone's looking forward to watching a game." But to me, Jamie, listen, I'm old. I'm jaded. I don't care. I don't care whether the game's entertaining. I'm not. I'm not tuning in to be entertained. I'm tuning in to win. <laughs> right? And that's like Cam was. Cam was enthusiastic about the game earlier. And there's other options. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking more forward to the Lakers and Blazers game tonight. But true, true. I asked Cam, are, are you going to bet the game, Cam? He's like, yes. Yes. And I'm posting my props right now as we speak. I was already at the book. And for a game, it kind of sucks. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. I got six <laughs> plays on this game. Side and five props. So a game's a game's a game, Jamie. And there's a game tonight. Hey, yes, there is, Gabe, and it sounds like you're a complete sickness like me, so absolutely. Uh, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, the funny thing about this football game is unless, you, unless you're a fan of one of these two teams or if, you're, if you have fantasy players going tonight, you're really not going to really want to watch this game unless you are, unless you have action on this game. So, yes, this is a perfect example of two, two – Crappy teams going in the in just the worst direction. The Denver Broncos started the year off two and zero. Now they're two and four. They've lost four straight. And you're talking about an Arizona Cardinal team that's one and five, and also looking like two teams that are probably going to be maybe getting the number one pick overall. The way things are going, shaping up right now. But that's why you. you but need- it doesn't mean yeah. Doesn't exactly. mean you guys don't have a side on it, so uh, yeah, let people know the number to call. What are you guys playing here? Exactly. Going big Gabe. tonight on this one? Uh, we are going big on this game. We actually have a very strong, strong opinion on this game. We have serious information going on a game like this. And, uh, yeah, you guys need to call that number, 1-800-220-6262. Visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. Join our website. We turn outcomes into incomes. And tonight we have a very, very strong play on tonight's game. Yes, we do. You know, we often talk about yeah, the totals on these games, too, because you guys. Yeah, let's the talk sides. about this total. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, it's hard, Jamie. Like, normally I'd be, hey, I want to take the over. It's so low, but I don't know, man. This game, could uh, stay it's a train wreck. Well, it could. The, the last uh, couple discussions we've had about these night games, these totals, we've all been uh, right about. We've been going over. Uh, as all of us were on the uh, over on Green Bay as well uh, on Monday night, and we had some good props also for you to take. So this game, like you said, the total's hovering around 42, 42 and a half. I'm leaning towards the over. I think it's going to be an enter- entertaining game for two, two crappy teams. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to go over the total. I look maybe in the high 40s. Uh, you got Josh Rosen making his primetime debut, a rookie quarterback. Let's face it, the Denver Broncos, they can't stop anybody on the ground. They've had two uh, back-to-back 200-yard rushers against them and Isaiah Crowell and Todd Gurley. So I'm sure David Johnson's licking his chops tonight. He's probably going to have a monster game rushing the football. I, I think this is a, it's a good over. Wow. You know, David Johnson <laughs> oh, is projected to have a nice night. Uh, he, he should. He should. It's a low number, Cam. 
It's a low number. It is low. It's low. It's low. And you bring up a good point, Gabe. We also have two quarterbacks. Pass interference and all that. It's hard for a game to stay under yeah. now. It's hard for a game to stay under. Hey, I, I get it. Today's day and, and also age, the it, way the, the way the way uh, the fo- football is to, you know, with the rule changes and everything. It really is tough to take a total these days that are in the low forties. It really is. And we also have two quarterbacks, guys, who very capable of throwing pick sixes or turning the ball over too, and putting no doubt about good it. point the opposing good point. offense in a good part of the field. But it could also be one of those. They're both desperate for a win. You know, I don't. It doesn't strike me as the type of teams that are going to come out just, you know, oh, let's have fun. We both suck. I think Denver's in a panic mode to try to get a win, <laughs> and and Arizona's at home and they want to get a win. Yeah, it is. It is what it is, man. <laughs> you know, the total's tough. We both suck. <laughs> I, I did think, play. I think, yeah, sorry, I think Vance that. Joseph could Vance Joseph could be in some serious trouble if he doesn't start winning some games in Denver. I really see. Nice, good call, Jamie. Yeah. Nice guy, but just because you want me and Gabe talk about, it, I go just because you went to the University of Colorado doesn't give you a license to coach the Denver Broncos, right? Hometown discount, like give me a break. He's just it doesn't yeah, seem like he's qualified. No, not at all. That's, and, that's and, what he got. And, and John Elway. John Elway's probably starting to take some flack as well. But, you know, John Elway's not going to get fired. But uh, Vance Joseph very well no. might be getting fired. Uh, Jamie, we've might got be. Stanford and Arizona State on the board here we tonight. We do. Yes, we do. Um, I, I don't think Bryce Love is playing. I can't confirm it. But I don't think that he's going to be playing here uh, tonight. And You know, I'm a big David Shaw fan. I'm a big David Shaw backer. Um, I like betting on Stanford. I have. I've been very successful with them over the years. But this isn't a great Stanford football team this year. And, you know, Costello just sort of lobs the ball up and hopes that his big tight end type wide receivers are able to box the other guys out. Defensively, it's not the same Stanford team. They can't really get a ground game going. Arizona aren't. Arizona State isn't great. And, you know, the people have jumped off that Herm bandwagon. First, they thought it was a dumb hire. Then everyone loved him for a couple of weeks. And now people really aren't talking about him. But they actually had a pretty tough schedule over the last few weeks. And, you know, they've been on the road. They only lost games. They were in games. They lost a bunch of games by seven points. And, you know, I think Arizona State going back home tonight, Cam, they're going to be all fired up. And normally I'd be all over Stanford in this spot. But I think Stanford's a trap. And, I'm going with ASU. I like Arizona State. Thoughts in a second. Me too. You like ASU? Agree more, Gabe. Yeah, I do because they also. uh, If you look at Stanford, there's possible injuries on the offensive line too. Um, I'm with you. I'm I'm with the Sun Devils. I think they win and uh, cover the two and a half. Jamie, what's your what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm with you guys actually on this as well. So that 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 spells very bad news for all of us. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly, well said. yeah, I I honestly uh, like the home Sun Devils in this spot too. They actually went toe to toe with Colorado in Colorado. Well, that game might not look as as good as it did back then because Colorado pretty much looked really pathetic against USC last week. But uh, I'm in agreement with you. I think this is a nice game for Herm Edwards. There, it's, a, it's a primetime game on national TV. His, his one time that he did play on national TV this year was against Mi- Michigan State, and they did pull off the upset in that game. Uh, and if you could be right about Bryce Love not playing, that that's huge. I'm, also, I'm, I'm actually leaning towards the over in this game as well. The, the, the line actually shot up from 52.5. It's now 58. It was as high as 59. I think you're going to see a lot of scoring in this game as well. I look for a, a shootout in, uh, in Tempe. Uh, there's another game today. I don't have a big opinion on this other Sunbelt game. You, Cam, are you touching this other one? 
Let's be honest. Like we're degenerates, Gabe. We talk. Gabe. We talk about cockroaches on, but no, I'm going to stay away from. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from this state. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got to show a little bit. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah there's other games, right? I mean, we got the Red Sox exactly. game, we got the NFL game, yeah. we got NBA, hockey, LeBron there's games. basketball. Exactly. You man. guys don't want to show I, any love towards been... the Panthers and the Trojans? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. They've they've, they've cost me too much. Um, I have you said actually the Arkansas Jamie, yeah, Arkansas I, I, State's the Red Wolves, excuse me, not the Trojans. Red Wolves. Wolves. That's correct. The, the, yeah, the Red Wolves. Troy. Yeah. So yeah, Troy, Troy's the Troy Trojans. That's Troy right. Trojans. So, yeah. so, so it's the Panthers we'll and the Red you Wolves. For that one. No problem. But anyhow, you guys were just asking me about the NBA. Yeah, you getting into the NBA yet? Have you had you bet a couple of games yet? I absolutely love, love, love an NBA game tonight. I really, really do. I am I I just and there's a game I just completely love beyond belief love tonight in the NBA. I want all you callers to call me. Not only are you gonna get my play tonight, this Thursday night football game between Arizona and, and Denver, but you're also gonna get this NBA game that I absolutely love by calling one eight hundred two two zero six two six two. Join our website, visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. We're going to win with this NBA game as well. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. The three, yeah, three, yeah. three game NBA games on the board here this evening. Two college football games as well. You can check out the website and do the stuff online. www.thesportsbrokers.com. And uh, Jamie will speak on Saturday morning. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll hit the big games this week. Well, college, Michigan, college Michigan football. State is pretty much the biggest game of the week this week. That one and yeah. the, uh, Oregon, and the, and the Oregon-Washington State game, we're going to touch on both of those as well as the uh, – we're going to touch base on, a, on two undefeated teams that not too many people are talking about. We're going to talk about the NC State-Clemson game as well. That's a good point. Yeah, people don't talk about Clemson yes. as one of the undefeated. They've sort of been sleepwalking through the season, the quarterback change. It's early in the week, guys. I don't know if it's a trap, Jamie, but, I, you know, we'll give the picks on Saturday. I look at it, and I think NC State always play Clemson tough. You know, they, they do. do. Clemson's schedule is kind of weak. This is sort of one of the bigger games for them. i got to tell you, Cam, too, Finley's getting a lot of love as potentially being the top quarterback taken uh, in the NFL draft, or at least maybe the second quarterback taken in the NFL draft. Yet, I also, part of me also thinks that Clemson's due to just smoke somebody. As they're ready to turn it up a notch. Tough, tough game. I look forward to breaking it down. Yeah, that's what the, the line makers actually are in agreement with you when you with your your last comments, Gabe. When you say that uh, Clemson's looking to actually explode against somebody because the line's actually uh, gone up. It went down earlier in the week from 17 uh, as low as 15, 15 and a half, but it's actually shot up to over 18 now. So yeah. And and you guys Jamie know Oregon. You look at them going. Workers. Yeah. Gabe, I like Washington State there, but we'll talk more about that later. I think people are going to bluntly bet Oregon after beating Washington. Pullman's a place where you go to die. Very tough place to play for a visiting team. <laughs> That's where the game day crew's coming this week, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Lee Corso better be careful. He's not getting any younger. Good call, Moretzi. He better be careful on what hoodie puts over his head this week, I guess, huh? Yeah, you damn right. At Pullman, yeah, they don't exactly. take too kindly to Ducks. <laughs> no, they don't. Nope, that's for sure. Not not at all. So yeah. You know what? It's a good it's a good point though, Cam. It is it is a big sort of turnaround after Oregon and that emotional late win last week yep. uh, against I'm with uh, the, the, the Washington Huskies, their big rival. I do so like, uh, one I do, last I do like before that. we get you out of here. Yep, you got it. One eight hundred two two zero six two six two. 
Give us a call, please. Not only are you going to get this NFL game tonight, but you're getting this NBA game as well tonight. We're hot. We had the Knicks last night as well as the San Antonio Spurs. Love a game tonight in the NBA as well as tonight's NFL game. Give us a call or join our website. Visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. We turn outcomes into incomes. Jamie Heath. Thanks for the time, Jamie. Hey, it was great talking to you guys. Can't wait to talk on Saturday, Gabe. There's a Jamie Heath. Yeah, we'll be back Saturday morning. College football today from uh, 10 a.m. Breaking to it down college style. Working, yeah, work, working your ass off, buddy. BC. So and, uh, and yours truly. Well, that's the easy one. That's Sunday. We're on six hours. Yeah, I know. That's Sunday. That Sunday's a, that's a trek, baby. It's a lot of talking. Game Time Decisions, Red Eat Rage Radio continues.